tuned in to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. And hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith punching the time clock at 3.01 on a beautiful Monday here in East Tennessee. Bear and HK are here. So is Tucker Harlan on this President's Day edition of the show. Tucker, that's why they were talking about Grover ah, Cleveland. Now we yes. know. Well, we celebrate President's Day on here on The Drive. Drive. Always yeah. have. We, we celebrate all we'll our nation's about leaders, our- even the ones who suck. Especially sometimes the ones who suck. I, I have a special place in my heart for the impeached presidents. Which what it, I mean, it's uh, Andrew Johnson from Greenville. Yes. Um, Tennessee native. Nixon. Yeah. Clinton. And Trump. Trump, yeah. yeah. Th- those are the, the fearsome foursome. <laughs> we also talk about our favorite presidents. Yep. So, Gerald's first president stay on the drive? It is for me. Welcome in. Welcome it is, in. Yes. Who's your favorite president, Chris? Let me guess. Let me guess. Chris. Chris is a Lincoln guy. No. I could, no? No. Ah, damn it. Big FDR guy. Oh. Really? Oh. Yeah. Really? I love World War II. And just <laughs> yeah, it was a, a, it's a, a great time for us. No, it's a historical uh, yes, event uh, yes, to read about. As, yeah. And just everything that was going on in the world and how he Held the nation together. Well, yeah, and then just kind of like jump-started the economy when there wasn't much of really? one to you know start the war machine up, which there are obviously debates to be had yeah. there. But see, I'm not. I I, I love both the Re- Roosevelts, both of them, mm. especially Teddy. I like Teddy more than FTR. I love what Teddy did. Big on the, the big park stick diplomacy. Big stick diplomacy is uh, is cool. Like I, I'm not smart enough to have an opinion on like the New Deal and like what FDR. Like there's some people say, oh, you actually slow down. They like I don't know about that, but like the way he managed, particularly Churchill and Stalin mm. in World War II, and was able to kind of just, I mean, can you imagine how it literally killed him? Yeah, yeah. How stressful that must have been. I had to give that speech in fifth grade on FDR. Yeah, the FDR speech. After Pearl Harbor. Oh, like his speech to Congress or whatever? The, we all, December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. I had to get like the silver spray in my yep. hair and the spectacles, and they rolled me out in a wheelchair. <laughs> Did you really have you to re- do all that? Or yeah, you really no, went in the wheelchair? That was part of Is it. Is there photographic evidence of this? Uh, it's in, maybe. I'll have to see if Note Mom Note to can. self. Talk to Mama Chris. She may have some in the old... Uh, we had like an old record chest. You kind of look like Teddy Roosevelt. Like if you did, if if you got the the facial hair right, you've got yeah, the similar big mustache. Build. The... You, do you have a monocle? Can you get or what? What a nez? The just the little glasses on the nose. Yeah, yeah. That, he had that. Did he have a monocle also? I know he did have the yeah the little like press on yeah, yeah, tiny it, specs. Yeah, just the glasses with no sides mm-hmm. to them. Which I don't know if your teeth are big enough though. Yeah, he did. You, how do you feel about a dental implant? Can we, <laughs> we talk want you to the get, guys at Knoxville Smiles? We want you to get, get veneers, you? but like three <laughs> sizes too big. 
I'm reading <clears throat> an, a uh, biography on George Washington, somebody I know little about. So, I, like, right before the uh, Civil War, the uh, Revolution at this point, did you know that Washington was in love with one of his best friend's wives? No. Before he married Martha? No. I'm sure well, he told her all really about it. How know that? Huh? Well, we've got letters. Oh, really? yeah. yeah, that'll do it. We've got letters. Yeah, he was it was uh, unconsummated as far as we know, but yeah, he was mm. he was all about uh, Sally Fairfax was her name. She was married to one of his his. Why buds. does the name sound familiar? I think it's Sally Field. A lot, a lot of Sallys back in those Sally days. Sally Fairfax. Oh, uh, That's a was, great name. Wasn't that the name of uh, Sally? Wasn't that the name of Jefferson's slave? Did he? Sally Hemings. Yeah. Yeah. Thought that's what it was. It is Hemings. Sally Hemings. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. He uh He liked her a lot. He did. That was a problem. One of many problems with the slaves back in those days, but uh we'll try to look past as much as we can and and shine the light on the good part. Good parts of our national leaders here on this President's Day. One other President's Day fact, and then we'll talk about sports. Uh, they, Do you know the origination of President's Day? Like, this is supposed to be Washington's birthday. I don't think it's his birthday. I don't think it's actually his birthday. But I think LBJ switched, it, switched President's Day and Memorial Day and Veterans Day so that you could guarantee – all federal workers three at least three three day weekends oh. over the course of the year, which is that's clutch from LBJ. I mean, is there anything better than a three day weekend in life? I mean, really, when it comes to employment, is there anything better a four day weekend or a, a a weekend off? But the, a whole week off, but those don't come around. Sure, that, sure. A three day weekend is just clutch. Elite. LBJ is one of the. I think he's one of like the funniest presidents. Oh, you, you, yeah. Have you heard some of those uh, his taped calls to his yeah. tailor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if bring you know it, what I'm talking right about, up to my ass crack. <laughs> I'll need him cut a little extra in the front. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Tucker, I'll tell you off the air. Didn't the guy like wear out his reporters because he kept walking around the lawn during his availabilities as a president? Hmm. Was that Johnson? Yeah, I think, I think that's it was right. Johnson. Yeah. No, he was, he, a, he he was a big like, talker. He wasn't a big fan of Kennedy's. No. LBJ. No, that, that's interesting, too, when you have, like, pre- presidents and vice presidents who don't really like each other. Like, I wonder how much truth there is that whole scene from, uh, you watched, The Crown, where they sent Mar- Princess Margaret, and she won him over because yeah. she apparently... Told some body limericks. Yeah, body limericks, and then kind of... Uh, Flirted with him a little bit. And not only that, but just kind of trashed President Kennedy a little bit. Yeah. Well, Kennedy had some some stories, you know. I'm a big Kennedy guy. I love the not like the the political stories, but like the behind the oh, scenes. Yeah. I just find that so because they they're human beings, but you see them and they're always walking around and they're finally pressed suits and giving amazing speeches, and then you hear, you know, oh yeah, like this one. Nah, Kennedy yeah. had Marilyn in one room, Jackie in another, mm-hmm. had his finger on the button telling the Russians to get their nukes out of Cuba. I mean, he was the man. 
Kennedy was the man. Absolutely. War hero. All that good stuff. Should we start with Tennessee basketball or baseball this let's start, afternoon? Let's start with baseball. Oh, well. I'm having a little bit of an issue over here. Choose your own edition of the drive here on Fan Run. Do you need to step out? Are you going to be okay? Do we need to call somebody? Well, no. It'll just be after the break. Something has disappeared from the system. Hmm. Hate it when that happens. Yeah, I do too. Whoa. So... Tennessee wins two or three down there in Dallas. Speaking of Kennedy. And too soon? I was, was going to say too soon. <laughs> Unlike Kennedy, the Vols get out of there intact. Whoa. Okay. Whoa, stop. On what? President's Day, no less. Oh, yeah. so, sorry. Wow. Be sorry. careful. I'm keep, sorry. Keep your head on straight, Russell. I'm sorry. Do you know the three presidents who no, have been nobody? assassinated? Well, two are pretty quick to come to mind. Yeah, it's uh, the third one's. I know the third. (laughs) Or the second, I guess. There's Lincoln, Kennedy. Lincoln, Kennedy. Actually, there might be four. There's uh, Was it uh, Cleveland or Garfield? One of those guys. Oh, there's four. There's four. Yeah, and McKinley is the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh He was shot at a World's Fair in Buffalo. That's how Teddy Roosevelt became president. Then Teddy got – didn't he get shot too and then didn't – Yeah, he, he got shot during a speech and finished, finished the speech. Finished the speech. Yeah. That's where the bull moose comes from. And then Made different. somebody else shot – I don't think it was Roosevelt – shot the president and then the president – I can't remember which president it was, but uh, bashed him. I think that was Andrew nice. Jackson. There were a lot of presidents, like shockingly many presidents. Uh, and, and Jackson was involved in a lot of duels too, but yeah. like – Shockingly, there been a, you, a lot of presidents tried to like uh, been a, attempted assassinations, but I think it's only the four that have actually. Yeah, Ford. Ford definitely did. Squeaky Frome. Yeah, Manson one of the Manson family. family. Yeah, trying to get him. Uh, and then I'll never Hinkley forget. Hinkley took a shot at Reagan. I I'll never forget. We were uh, seeing that on TV when I was a kid, and what James Brady. He's just laying on the sidewalk. He's got this big hole in the middle. It didn't kill him. He's still alive. He had a big hole in his forehead, and blood was just pouring out of it. Yeah, so anyway, Tennessee baseball over the weekend. Immediate thoughts. Productive, productive. I thought so, too. I, I, I think uh, this is a work in progress, particularly with the, the hitting lineup. I am not sold on Ensley as a leadoff guy. Where does Burke figure in? Um, I think there's just a lot of personality on this team left to figure out. I think the most encouraging thing by far coming out of the weekend is the pitching of A.J. Russell and Drew Beam, exactly what we hoped it would be. Mm -hmm. Those two look dominant. And I thought some guys you hadn't seen before showed some really good flashes of kind of rounding into really good relief pitchers and potentially closers. Well, A.J. Causey, uh, it just dropped. He's been named SEC Co-Pitcher of the Week. Yeah, I thought he was huge. I thought uh, Sneed, mm-hmm. <laughs> he might be the third starter. He threw, what, 80-plus last night? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to close the book on Xander Sechrist after one rough outing, but Sneed and Causey both have starting experience at their respective previous schools, Wichita and Jacksonville State. To me, they look like the most likely candidates to be the third starter after three games. I mean, we, we should – all be careful of passing any, you know, way too sweeping judgments after just three games for the baseball team. But that was my thought is like pitching. 
I feel like is, is going to be a strength again, as you would expect under a Frank Anderson led staff. But uh, the I, I guess there are just a lot of holes on not holes uh, question marks around this batting order, and I mean you saw Vitello juggle it and and move Burke down, uh, which I I think was good. But it's like, you know, what do you do with catcher, for instance? Because like I, I get that Stark can handle a pitching staff and he's a good defensive player, but man, he's. He's a liability at, at the plate, man. Not, yeah, not much of a hitter. And mm-hmm. if if you can, Peebles can be your catcher, that frees you up. That you have so many DH options right now. Right. And you know, I I just think that maybe it's a does start catch those midweek games and and Peebles DHs so he can get his hacks in and but he's the catcher all three games on the weekend. I mean, how many times did that? Um, I'm at. It was one of the things that bit us at times last year was that hole in the lineup. The bottom of the lineup, yeah. yep. I mean, you, there would be games. Where we get to the end. Yeah, you, know, you, have you two get two guys on base, You get to seven, outs, eight, nine, and, and it's just like, okay. Well, although I will also admit uh, <clears throat> runners in scoring position oh. average, not very good. That's did always we, been did we load the bases with, with four Fitello. different times? Well, we had bases loaded, nobody out on it, Friday and didn't score. And we did it again bases last Bases loaded, nobody out yesterday, we didn't score. We had bases loaded with one out Saturday right. and did not score. And it's not like this is a new – this has happened in yeah. previous mm-hmm. seasons. It's, it's, <laughs> that's tough, man. Uh, well, And I think that's just – some of it's luck, but some of it is also just finding the right mix and the right order. And I'm sure that's stuff Vitello is is grappling with, and and will probably be much like this basketball team and and trying to hammer out roles. And it's like, well, are we going to use Freddie? Are we going to use Cam? Like, how many minutes does Tobey get? How many minutes does Mayshack get? You don't have to have those answers. You don't have to have those questions answered in December. Really, don't have to have them answered in January or even February. But you want them nailed down by March, and I think there's something similar with the baseball program where we're going to use these next couple of weeks to experiment a little bit and try out some different lineups, and hopefully by conference play, you have a a real idea of where you're headed, and by the end of conference play, you're locked in, and and you just, you know what the lineup is going to be, and you know what your rotation is going to be, and you're peaking at the right time. It feels like we have the pieces for all the questions you had at different points of the games over the weekend, I feel like the pieces are there, and now it's going to be on the staff to kind of find the right mix for you know the right game or the right pitcher or whatever. But I don't look at this team and think, man, you can tell we're going to fall short in this area. How about uh, <clears throat> how about Billy Barrels, by the way? Whew. Boy, you know what, Barrels. That's what his teammates call him, Billy oh, Barrels. Well, I guess you got to. Boy, defer to that, boy, huh? howdy. I didn't like Billy Sticks. Too close to. Mm. I like Billy Bats myself, but I like if, Billy if Bats. the players want to do barrels, we can go barrels. I, I think the, the the three. I mean, Simo and and man, it's gonna be hard. Billy Barrels. Like I, I think those guys are. That they showed out. Uh, the me, other we, guy who stands out to me is like tears. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I kind of had it. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I want him to be good, but I don't know. Was my feeling coming in after he smashed that one last night? I was like, all right, up <laughs> like, that, that, That's my right fielder. Really, I thought you were gonna say Dryling. 
I, he's he's a dude too. He he's he's in my lineup every day, and he's probably not going to be here next year. No, here's here's my thing with uh, with Dryling is like, you know, we we heard so much about him being a leadoff guy in the preseason, and we didn't see it. And I just wonder if you know maybe he's a candidate there. Ensley, I I love Hunter Ensley, and I I don't want to tolerate any slander there but he leaves a little bit to be he did not get on base much this weekend struck out a lot you know your, yeah. your leadoff guy's got to get on base or at the very least put the ball in play and I thought he struggled in that regard well as much as we you know na- wrung our hands and gnashed our teeth last year about Maui at times he was like money as a leadoff guy well he got on base a lot and I, I just wonder you know I, I would move Ensley down in the the order certainly, and at a at a certain point it comes about like we've got a lot of talented outfielders, and Dryling and Tears to me showed this weekend that they need to be in the lineup every day. You've got Villeneuve and um, uh, help me out here, Tucker. Who's the uh, Chapman? Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, who have shown some some potential, and I think at some point you got to get your three best one out out there. If and if that's Dryling and center, and Villeneuve and, and left, then like at some point you have. I know they they love Ensley for his toughness, his leadership abilities, and his role on the team last year and everything. But like there, you know, he's he's got to be more productive at the plate. I guess is my for point. sure. What about uh, Billy Barrels and that throw from? throw from third yeah he was, flashed the leather a little bit too in yep. the arm yeah that, it, it wasn't just a hitting clinic from him he's he's, he's an all-around player yeah they're, they're a little uh little drew gilbert vibes in there too he, mm. he's got that dog in him yeah which, which you like that's another thing when i was watching him make that throw i was like that's another thing you know we talk about it would be cool but cool things what would be the coolest thing to be able to do athletically and I'd never even thought about that. That would be pretty cool to be able to throw a baseball that accurately, that hard, just completely off balance. Basically running backwards by the yeah. time he turned around. And yeah. then just hurl a baseball like that. Quick timeout. The drive continues. Fan run radio. Russell, Bear, Houston, Tucker cruising with you. Open up the phone lines here. When we continue, Bear mentioned A.J. Causey winning SEC Pitcher of the Week honors. Tennessee basketball players getting weekly awards today as well. We'll talk about Rick Barnes and big week. You got Mizzou tomorrow night, A&M in the arena, and then a really big week next week. We'll talk about it when we continue right after this here on Fan Run Radio. Tommy Davis trying to come at me on Twitter saying I don't know ball. GTFO. Whoa. Oh, oh it's Tommy. Tommy, 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 Tommy Green. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't. Do we know Tommy Green? No, I thought you were talking about Tommy Davis. Yeah, no. who had a show on MTV back back in the day. <laughs> I like the Tom Green show. I did the Bum Bum song. <laughs> yeah, are you familiar with the work of the comedic genius Tom Green, Tucker? Not really. Oh. Guy, you need to acquaint yourself with him. His funniest bit was where he, he went to that that comedy club and they let him on stage and he didn't tell a joke. He just grabbed the microphone and started screaming Joshua. 
Just like deranged. What did he? What did he paint his dad's car? Did he paint like the. Oh God! Then he had that. What was that it? He the, had the, the slut mobile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had the sculpture made of his mom and dad engaged in amorous activity. Yes. <laughs> and put it in the front. I don't know what's the grossest thing that guy did. The udders. I, I don't. That was know. pretty yeah. weird. <laughs> It, it, he did that in a movie too. He, well, he had that movie. Freddie got fingered. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. A, that is Which, an excellent movie. It is funny. A terrible movie. It is incredible. It's a terrible movie. You laugh it, though. It's not a good movie. I don't but know it's if funny. I ever, like. I, it's like that. It uncut- killed his career. Yeah, it kind of did. It was. He Rip was like. Horn was in it. He was on top of the world, and then he put that movie out, and every, you know, eighteen to thirty-four year old man was psyched up to go see it, and it was so bad. Like, they canceled his show. He was never in another movie. Like, you can't find Tom Green with the search warrant anymore. It's all because of that awful movie. He everyone does comedy. I follow him on Twitter. Everyone knew he was <laughs> weird, but after that movie, it's like, oh, he might be too weird. Yeah. Yeah. Was... I, I loved his stuff. Anyway, uh, uh, Tommy, and several people are saying that Dryling is only a sophomore and we'll be back next year. He not is he, he is a draft eligible sophomore. I I did not know this until this weekend either. I was under the impression that we we're going to have him for three years, but apparently, it's similar to Blade Tidwell, where if you're he, 21 in the summer, then you can be drafted. Yeah, you have to be your it's your 21st birthday, or three years removed from high school. Mm. I think it's how the rule reads. I think it's the same way for the. Uh, like for the NFL draft, like you have to be 21 or have completed three years of college. Yeah. Well, he um, he he's a great player, and I, I think this is the bottom line. This is going to be our last year with him. So, so enjoy it because he is a hell of a baseball player, Dylan Dryling. All right, Tennessee basketball. <laughs> wow, I mean, what a beatdown! against Vanderbilt, Tennessee just absolutely – that was – we talked about it on voluntary reaction. Like, to me, getting to empty the bench and, A, rest your starters, but, B, get to see Cam Carr and Freddie yep. DeLeon play. Well, Not bizarre, just huh? like, hey, get out there for two minutes, don't give up a bucket. and Don't make a mistake yeah, or you're just, coming out. Like, to let them go out there and play – through a couple of mistakes, mm-hmm. get some shots up, get into – like, I think that was absolutely huge for those guys. And you're going to hear from Rick Barnes here in just a little bit talking about Cam Carr. And, um, like, he, he can get he was, hot. He's a pretty funny kid. They asked him after the game if he had a green light. And he was like, no. They also asked him if he's ever seen a shot he didn't like, and he said, no, no. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know that DeLeon or Carr are going to play a major role. On, on this basketball team. When we yeah. get into March and it's do or die time, I don't know that they get off the bench. But just to see them, give them a little taste of it. We lose all these dudes next year. Like you could see a role for these guys, and, and they, are, they are talented, and I hope they stick around in this transient age of college basketball we live in. Uh, welcome back. Viscovi, we changed his name, and he changed his shot. Goes four or five from three. All five starters in double figures. Santiago Vescovi. I mean, I realize Vanderbilt's bad. That was just that was a clinic. 
I mean, that's the that's shortest how, voluntary reaction on record. Like, we beat them so badly, nobody had nothing problems. to say. Nobody, no complaints to be had. In, we broke it down for a little bit, talked a little baseball. It's like, all right. We're out of here. Head it out. Let's hear from Rick Barnes after the game talking about the win over Vandy, and you'll hear him uh, discussing what it means to not just Ves- Vescovi, but uh, Triple J as well. We saw – the good balls, the hitting on all cylinder balls mm-hmm. Saturday night. Well, I, the first half I thought we were terrific. Uh, and it, honestly, I, I really do think a lot of it has to do with the respect that we have for Vanderbilt and Coach Stackhouse. And we've been in so many tough games, and our older guys understand the game in a mature way. And we know that they're a team that runs really good offense. And if you're not ready, and I mean, really in the first half, they had some shots that. They're certainly capable of making, and they, they didn't go down, and we, we shot the ball well. But uh, I, I just know the preparation with our guys because of the respect for his program and the way he does things, um, our guys came out ready to play and really pleased with the young guys trying to play the game the right way at the end. I thought that was really important. I thought those minutes were really good for them. But they, they respected the game in terms of trying to play it the right way. Coach, Josiah and Santi both in, in double digits tonight scoring. Just how big of a boost is it for your team when those two veterans are, are both locked in like that? Yeah, I mean, it really is. And, again, I, I think it goes back to Santi and Josiah and Sakai, the guys that have been here longer. They, again, the respect that they have for their opponent coming into the game and know that um, their preparation was good coming in. But when they're playing and with the rhythm that they were playing with, and we, and, and we played well. I mean, you guys have watched this all year. That was – about as good a 20 minutes as we put together all year and um, things were going our way and um, you know we and really uh, and those older guys were the really the ones that were responsible for it. Rick Barnes after the game Saturday night Tennessee today getting some individual honors for Jonas Adu SEC basketball player of the week averaged 17 points 10 rebounds double double and 1.5 blocks per game in a pair of dominant victories over Arkansas and Jonas. Vanderbilt over the weekend. You can kind of see what Rick Barnes is talking about there because I think we kind of giggle when he goes out of his way to praise Stackhouse and everything. But just in terms of getting up to play that game, not overlooking them, like when you're Barnes and you could say, okay, two games ago these guys beat us mm-hmm. in one of the more embarrassing losses we've had around here in a long time. And two weeks ago – in their place, they were toe-to-toe with us for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and, and really made us earn that one. That was a hard game that we won up there. So what do you say we lock in on this one, guys, and not get caught looking ahead to Texas A&M or Auburn and Alabama next week? Like, let's let's really focus in. And, like, I, I could see how that would be their approach. Also good, too, remember a couple weeks ago against LSU, you had a big lead at halftime. You came out in the second half. You started the what was it, about midway through. Probably would have liked to have gotten some of the younger guys in, but then all of a sudden LSU cuts that lead to eight or six, eight. and it's like, okay, we got to leave you guys in there, but you got to step it up. And they did. They won by 20. This was a cruise control game. They came out in the second half. They didn't let up, and then it allowed those young guys to get in instead of you know, ending up kind of looking at the scoreboard and looking at the time saying, unless you can kind of get back in this thing. You didn't do that. Um, feels like Vandy's probably uh, seemed like a cashed-out team. 
late in the second half. Like they might just be. I mean, I don't even know what's their yeah. They're seven and eighteen. Like they're they're done. That's what you need to do to those types of teams. Don't let them hang around. Don't let them do anything late in the game that's going to make a fool of you. Uh, get the young guys in. Take care of business. What was that thirty-five point victory? I'll yeah. take it every time. Go to the house. Speaking of LSU, they stunned South Carolina and Columbia over the weekend. And they were down 16 in that game and came back and won, which is yeah. exactly kind of what they tried to do to you. Uh, so uh. LSU, not consistent, but when they start hitting, they're pretty good. Whatever they're doing at the end of the game, they should try at the beginning. Yeah, the they game. should start that way. Yeah, Hashtag coaching. Um, and then Kentucky with the shocker. I mean, they go into Auburn, a place nobody wins, and – Win decisively, pretty much a wire-to-wire effort for the Wildcats, holding Auburn to 59 points, a team that has played no defense this year, going into the jungle and shutting down Bruce Pearl. I would like to uh, say, uh, for the record, uh, I was right. Dave was wrong. Williams only going to be out a couple of weeks. He is going to miss our game. Really? that you, That's your analysis, Is uh, and I told you so. On David, Doctor Bear wants to take, and I told you so. Hang on the rim over, uh, Davy, uh, Davy Hudson. Yeah, I mean that 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 was a meeting was, of the was, minds. Just was... two amateur doctors fighting <laughs> to get their completely BS diagnosis in. All I night. said was it didn't look that bad. Then you're the one who always has to start in with your whole Doctor Bear. You know, Davy's the one who said. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh-huh. I'm speaking to Houston. So we were sitting uh-huh. there on VR. And, and David just said, oh, he's done. He's done. He's blown out his ACL. It, it definitely looked bad. It didn't look It didn't look like an ACL. It looked like he might have hyperextended something or sprained it. And apparently that's what he did. What's the so recovery? So you're going to give me an I told you so? Or I have no I idea. Know. I haven't examined what? him. You're at the, oh, oh, if you could examine him, what would you be looking at? I want my I told you so, Russ. You're going to give it to me or not? Am I going to have to play it for myself? No, I mean, this is this is what you're getting. The, you're getting the – hold on. We'll give you Doogie Hauser. I now want, more, I want more of a diagnosis. I have no clue. Man. Who are we talking about, by the way? Was this an important Jaylen player Williams. for them? Uh, Fairly important. Yeah, he's like their Jonas Adu. They're big. It puts him in a bind. Was he... Um, he's there, He's what? like a good version of Olivier Kamwa. Wasn't that the name of the dude from Arkansas who took all the charges? Exact same name, actually. Uh, that's yeah. why What's that? Me. The Jalen Williams guy that played at Arkansas a couple years ago had the exact same spell. Does he still play for the Thunder? Yes. Some people are saying the block charge call is the reason Arkansas fell off this year because they're not uh, calling the, either of them. The uh. change to the block charge call, I think, was in direct response to that. I think yeah. you might be right because well, yeah, that was abysmal. When Tennessee went out there two years ago, every player, all the guards at least, were in foul trouble by the time there were 10 minutes left to go in the game. So Tennessee now in sole possession of second place, one game behind Alabama. And if we can hold serve this week, it's setting up for a monumental clash down there next week in Tuscaloosa. Major championship implications. I just want to say my sole focus is I want to, we owe Mizzou for last year. Yep. Rod Clark talked about that today, apparently. And then Saturday night. This is revenge week. Yeah. There there will be blood. This is revenge week. 
for the Big Orange. Let's not get caught looking ahead. We've seen how that can be detrimental to teams this year, including us. Uh, Alabama hosts Florida on Wednesday. They just cracked the top 25 for the first time this year. And then Alabama is at Kentucky on Saturday. So mm. the, 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 the race for the conference championship is not over. No, no. We're very much in the thick of that thing. And it feels like the teams vying for it are either all playing each other or teams that are surging kind of late in the season. Well, we've got a couple that are, you know, Texas A&M looks like they may have peaked a little bit early. South Carolina looks like they may have peaked a little bit early. I remember Russell's really worried about it. But A&M, they just – they kind of uh, push their chips all in with us, and then haven't had anything. They, they haven't won. They didn't win the two after that, have they? Yeah, because they lost to Vanderbilt. We, we cannot lose tomorrow. No, no. Like that, that, you talk about an all-time humiliating oh, yeah. defeat. Because that team's over right now in conference. Yeah, you cannot. Play. You cannot be their only conference win. No. They had a they had a knockdown dragout with. Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah, they were winning most of that game, actually. Is Ole Miss going to make it in the tournament? What's their record? The overall record is good, but they are a a different team away from home. Yeah, they're out of conference. Remember, they were undefeated after. That dude with that crazy stat about uh, teams, top 10 ranked teams playing on the road against unranked opponents. Sub 500. Yeah. For the, so for the wild, top man. ten teams. Purdue went down to that garbage Ohio State team. I mean, their coach got fired. Uh, right now, Ole Miss is in the last four in. They're the top team in the last four in, along with Nevada, Utah, and Gonzaga, if you can believe it. going to be a wild final three weeks of the season. We're going to get to some phone calls when we continue. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board, 546-8200. The drive continues. More Fan Run Radio coming up. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. What is your rock and roll history? Nugget? 28 years ago today. What year, what year is this? 1996. Young Russell would have been a high school junior in high school. Right down the street from the us now. halls of West High School. Hanging out in the smoking pit over there. They didn't have a smoking pit. Smoking was frowned upon. They already get rid of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, no tobacco products on, on campus. You get in big trouble for that. Was the uh, Smoky Mountain Market What's your still piece open? of history, Bear? Oh, 28 years ago today, uh, Oasis Banger Don't Look Back in Anger was released. That is a banger. I was strumming that on my six string yesterday. It's closing Singing in a little on, bit too, uh, if you can imagine. I think, being the only the second non R&B track with over a billion streams on, I think it's Spotify. Mm. How about that? You know what the other one is? The other non-R&B or hip-hop track to have over a billion streams? On Spotify? Uh, Hit me, baby, one more time. Nope. Wonderwall. Really? Yeah. Why is Oasis so big on Spotify? Because uh, they're popular all over the world except for America because of the whole mistaken crystal meth for cocaine. What? You never heard that story? No. It's their first show at the Whiskey A Go-Go in front of all the industry people. First time they're in America. And somebody they, you know, got sent out for, as they call it, gear, blow. 
and they brought it back. Whoever they sent to get it didn't bring back cocaine, brought okay. back crystal meth. How does this have anything to do with why they're not popular on Spotify or are popular? I don't know about Spotify. Just they're, They were huge all over the world, except for, and that's why it's so hard for people over here. Because they weren't very... Well, they, they were pretty big over here, too. They weren't big like they were everywhere else. They played in front of millions of people. Yeah. Well, on that note, speaking of crystal meth, Joshy Boy is up next. I don't know why I made that the transition. Joshy Boy does not do drugs. Why are you, why are you comparing me to crystal meth? I don't meth, know, Joshy Boy. That was a terrible thing you're a, to do. You're a bundle of energy when you call Joshy Boy. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're sizzling. Go. Yeah. Legal energy. So, uh, my question to you guys is, the game that uh, Zane didn't play in in the College World Series last year, is that the last time we'll ever see him in a Tennessee uniform? I hope not. Because, you know, there, there's some talk that he could play next year. Yes, or potentially yeah. later this year. But like, I, I would, how, you know, we've already... How old has been... I don't know. We can look that up for you, Joshy Boy. But you know, okay. Billy Bats is entrenched as far as I'm Billy concerned Barrels. at third base. So, like, you know, we're obviously he's only going to be here for a year. So maybe you give Denton the year off. And yeah, bring it back and we we'll bring year. it back next year. Right. I mean, that, Zeno. Yeah, that would be okay with me. Maybe faced assassin. Guys, uh, my question of the day for you guys is: Who is the better? addition we made this season dalton connect uh or billy amick oh wow connect yeah I think sample you, size for connect leads me to say him i think you'd have to go for connect although like let's when when the smoke clears you ask us again this fall you know if 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 billy barrels leads us to a national championship and tennessee yeah. basketball does its usual march flame hey, out then hey, i'll hey. get what I'm just saying if. I'm not saying what's going to happen or what I want to happen. No. I'm, I'm just saying right, if, Phil, in that scenario, then I would probably say Amick was the better acquisition. As it stands right, it looks like Connect may be one of the most gifted uh, players we've had, regardless of sport, in a long, long time. Yeah, I agree with that. So, uh... What do you guys think about Cameron Carr? Do you think uh, he'll be like a good addition to the starting five next season? Uh, it's so hard to tell right now. We've only seen the kid for, what, like six minutes probably, seven minutes of game time? Yeah. I mean, he, he seems to – He seems to. The, the biggest thing is um, from, you know, what they said about him going to Barnes and, and, and asking what he needs to do to see the floor, he kind of seems to me like he's – a Barnes guy, like the kind of guy that can take the Barnes coaching and uh, end up doing really well here. So he's an yeah. intriguing athlete for sure. And like we we hear that he can get really hot in practice. He got a little hot uh, against Vandy, so I want to see more out of him. But he's definitely an intriguing prospect for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Russ, uh, out the door, I'm mad at you. You compared me to Crystal Meth. I feel, it, it's a damn outrage, Joshy. I feel wow, terrible. He, up he, on he, he, he slammed the phone down. He flushed you. Oh. You know, with the with the advent of the end call button and cell phones and all that, there's 
it's a lost art, the getting mad and just slamming that receiver yeah. down as hard as you can. Yeah, you do it now, you're at 800 bucks. <laughs> That's a good point. Mitch Hedberg has a joke about you can't be mad at somebody in a tent because you can't slam the door, you can't slam the <laughs> flap. <laughs> Joshy boy, I meant that you're – it's a good thing to be – like you're addictive. I need more Joshy boy. The drive is crying out for more Joshy boy. I need more Joshy boy in my life. I'm saying I'm addicted to you. Is, am I making it weird now? Very weird. I would like to apologize to you, Joshy boy, on behalf of the drive and Russell. That was out of line, Russ. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. 865-546-8200. But Cam, Cam, he does have a uh, – he's got a really nice shot when he – it was pretty cool watching him on Saturday when he, he kind of dialed his range in there. Let's get Rusty in here next, who has no qualities about him that I would compare to an illegal street drug. Maybe Cray Tom. I'm more of a Molly guy, but, you know, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, bro. <clears throat> hey, uh, real quick. Thanks for the kind words on, on with the tweet the other day. Appreciated that. Um, glad it worked for everybody. And uh, just one quick question: What would that Amic home run last night look like traveling out of Lindsey Nelson River? <laughs> right. That'd have been in the trees, like one of uh, splash, one of Gilbert's or Burt a Burt bomb. I can't think of anybody right-handed that's hit one in Lindsay that's looked like that. I mean, it just feels, I mean, even Lipscomb, I, I can't wait for Amy to hit one like that over the porches. Cause I don't think we've seen one that traveled that way from a right-handed bat. You talking all time right-handers in, in Lindsay Nelson? No, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about since the Vitello okay. era and, and the port and the porches. I, I, I know a couple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bo, Bo Jackson hit one, you know, what, whenever that was, that, that, I was in the park that day. It, it yeah. still has not landed. It was last <laughs> right. seen crossing the boundary out beyond Neptune. <laughs> yeah. You know where it goes from, like, being in our solar system to that in-between before you go interstellar. Did you ever hear about that shot? Bo Jackson nuclefied a damn yeah. baseball. That was um, – you remember who else was on that team? Frank. Yeah. Yeah. God, you yeah, Auburn. They've always the been able to pull it off like that. Frank Thomas and Bo Jackson. Mm. I was at the lookouts field um, for a minor league game when Bo was still in the minors for the brief time he was there. And I don't know if anybody's ever been to the lookouts field in Chattanooga, but hitting the ball out of right field there – or sorry, hitting the ball out of left field, pulling one as a righty, it's a long daggone way. It's a massive ballpark. Like, it's bigger than – almost every major league ballpark. And there's these two Coke balls. One's pretty much almost at the left foul pole and one's almost in the center field. And then there's like a highway on the other side of, of it out there and left. And he split those Coke bottles <laughs> by like 50 feet, still going up when it passed them. Just crazy. Th that dude's the best athlete that's ever walked the face of the earth. And should be in both Hall of Fames for both sports that he played, and I don't care 
that he his career was cut short. That dude's a Hall of Famer in both. And anyway, this isn't Bo Jackson and Auburn talk, I know, but since we brought it up, it's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, baseball team was great this weekend. I, I feel like Causey's probably going to have to be your third starter going forward for long term. That 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 dude can give you six innings pretty pretty effortlessly. It looks like. Any thoughts? Sneed threw like 70 pitches yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he's in the conversation, right? He's got My only stamina. thought Sneed is throwing, a, throwing 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I think it'd be nice to have him for the closer. Me too. I, I mean, you got two good options there. And I'm not – I don't want to shut the door on Seacrest after one bad start. We haven't seen Wyatt Evans yet. Sounds like he's in Tony's doghouse a little bit right now. Yeah. So, like, let's – let, let you know we we got plenty of time to figure all this stuff out. We got two midweek games this week. Albany coming in here for a three game series, so uh, we got we got time to figure it out. It's it's good to have options though, right? Sneed through eighty five yeah. pitches. That was wow. a lot yesterday. of yeah. That was a, that was a lot of pitches. How bad do you think it is to be in Vitello's doghouse? That's got to be horrible. I feel like it's yeah yeah you gotta I feel like he's a very much players coach. Yeah, have You're a like, good time. Like, do your like job. There could be nothing worse than 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 Coach V just. I'm disappointed. It's like disappointing your friend. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't get to see the smile. You know, you don't get to see that million dollar smile when he's mad at you. That's just, you come that's at a clubhouse and yeah. make eye contact, and he just kind of looks away and just like well, oh. everything. Those guys oh. have, have ever. Anytime we've ever talked to any of those guys, you know, anytime you ask him, like he's a fiery dude. He gets after it. Yeah, but I feel like he could, you know, up and down you, and then five minutes later, he's like, "All right, let's go out there. Let's get it done." You know, no, no problem. Let's get a but, beer. Yeah, but if you if you stay there in the doghouse, that's twenty one. Hmm? Right, if you're twenty one. If you're twenty one, which apparently you know some of our sophomores are, unfortunately. Um, beer. Isn't there more to that? Isn't there more to that? No, I was just I was giving you the the, the short one. The abbreviated. Beer. The abbreviated. Okay. Yeah. I was, we drank beer. Okay. My thought was that my only thought last thought was Xander is I kind of want him in the Kirby role. I want a crafty lefty just to come in and operate out uh, of the bullpen. Yeah, maybe attack a couple guys in the lineup. I just don't feel like he is a guy I want on my weekend rotation. I want him out of the bullpen to get out. Yeah, a, but, a tough lefty. When yeah, to be a crafty lefty like Kirby Connell, you got to be crafty. He didn't look crafty you, last night. Mm. He got shelled. Did he give bit. it up? Did did he give up hits to lefties though? I'm trying to remember. I think he might have gave up one of his hits to a lefty. Because uh, I see what nothing, you're saying, Rusty. Nothing, it's nothing, like nothing, you, you're, nothing you're you've got you know uh, you're in a jam and they you know I le- thought big Connell's still in still left hand. Yeah, you still got Connell. You got big lefty coming up, and you just need somebody to come out of the bullpen and get this one guy out. And then, that those guys are valuable. That's basically been Kirby's role the past yeah. three years. The more the more lefties in my bullpen, sure. the more I like my chances. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, guys, y'all be good. Thank you, Rusticles. Appreciate it. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the program. Coming up in hour number two, we'll have the latest on the UT football assistant coaching hires. Tell you where those things stand as it feels like we might see movement on that this week. And we're waiting for a word from Judge – what was – Corker. 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 Clifton Corker. Yeah. Clif- Clifton Leland Cork. Oh, Cliff Cork. Cork. 
And we're waiting on uh, – it could literally come down any moment now. Hey, real quick, the, you were asking me about the Williams kid, how good he was. He is Auburn's team leader in made three, and he averages 12 points and six rebounds a night. So, I'm sorry, who's that? The kid that got hurt. Oh. Uh, I hope he makes a swift and speedy recovery. In time for like the, the week after tournament. we're done with them. Yeah. Stay with us. Hour number two of The Drive will start with the top four at four when we continue here on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> 